welcome to another episode of Chamber Files, the Chamber podcast brought to you by the Downtown Chamber of Commerce, the ACCE Chamber of the Year for 2018. We are recording this at the Des Moines Radio Group. Calvin Bierman is our producer. I am your host, Sid Jawarker, the Vice President of the Downtown Chamber of Commerce. We are joined today by the person, the only person that rules over me as Vice President, and that's the President of the Downtown Chamber of Commerce, the man without a tan, the guy who can't step out in sunlight, my favorite redhead, red hair, don't care, Scott Seeliger with Cognizant, president of the Downtown Chamber of Commerce. How are you, Scott? Well, the first half of that introduction was one of the best introductions I've ever had. The <laughs> second half, well, you know, I, I, I take out stock and sunscreen, I guess. <laughs> Scott, I love you. You are the amazing president of the Downtown Chamber. But before we get into that, uh, why don't you tell us what you do outside of the Chamber stuff? Yeah, my day job is with Cognizant Technology Solutions. We are a uh, worldwide Fortune 200 company. And uh, my role here in Des Moines is our site lead for our space here. We have 400 people in downtown Des Moines and then another 150 around the metro. Uh, I also do a lot of our uh, corporate affairs work, working with a lot of cities and states on our job growth and building expansion. But Cognizant as a whole is very focused on IT work, consulting, business process services, and IT support really trying to push uh, the digital envelope. So all the, the, the buzzwords, artificial intelligence and, and big data and, and analytics and helping uh, companies do things better. So now as part of your role with Cognizant, helping companies grow your role as the president of the Downtown Chamber of Commerce, you've seen downtown just explode, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Uh, I've been in Des Moines since 2001, and there have been uh, a lot of changes. You can't turn too many corners without seeing a crane or construction or something new or changing. And it's amazing what is happening in downtown Des Moines, and, and certainly the Chamber is happy to assist with that, be a part of it, and, and really try and drive uh, Des Moines into uh, a better Des Moines. Well, you're doing your part, Scott. Now, you said you moved to Des Moines in 2001. What were you doing before that? Not to date myself, but that's when I graduated uh, college. So went to college in uh, Illinois. Uh, grew up in Wisconsin, just about an hour north of Madison in a small town called Ripon, Wisconsin. For those political fans, the uh, birthplace of the Republican Party. I'm an independent, by the way. But anyway, uh, the the uh, I joke that my next stop will be Minnesota since I've done Wisconsin, I've done um, Illinois, I've done Iowa, so I don't well, know. Well, it better be to visit the Mall of America because we're not letting you go, Scott, because you're important to this community. I've enjoyed working with you. Uh, talk to me about your experience leading the Chamber this year, some of the things that the Chamber has done. Uh, let's, let's look in the past before we start talking about the future. What are some of the things that you are looking back, reflecting on this last year that have just blown your mind? Yeah, I... I Got kind of a, a little report card, if you will, in my mind, Sid, and, and starting really near the end of the year, we had two full-time employees for the first time uh, as a chamber, and, and that I consider a huge success. Uh, we've had a number of great uh, part-time employees that have helped the chamber get to where it's at today, but having two full-time staff members has been, uh, has been huge for our chamber. Obviously, you mentioned uh, in the opening the Chamber of the Year in 2018, you know, I don't think I'll ever let that go. I was reminded the other day when I said that was, uh, you know, that time frame was kind of running out at this point. I was reminded very quickly by a number of people in the city that the Chamber of the Year piece never runs out. Uh, it's something that we should be proud of and, and accomplished and, and definitely are looking to uh, hit that again in the coming years as we continue to grow. 
we're approaching 400 members. Certainly uh, should have that prior to the end of 2019 here. 388 is where we currently stand. Very, very excited also about our new space. Early this year, we moved into Gravitate. And for those of you who listened to previous podcasts, Jeff was on here talking about Gravitate. And that space has been very, I'll call it progressive for us. You know, there's a lot of chambers that are, let's say, maybe stagnant or even shrinking to an extent. We're doing the exact opposite. And being in a space like Gravitate allows us to interact daily with people that are very forward thinking. They're trying to come up with new ideas, new ways to do things. And so as a chamber, being in that space and constantly being reminded that we need to reinvent ourselves to an extent, make sure that we're relevant and that we're providing value and maximizing the benefit that our our members get. Now, you know, no offense to the other chambers, but I honestly believe we are the coolest chamber in the world, the universe sometimes. That comes with, you know, some of the cool events that we put on, uh, our, 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 the way we support these local downtown businesses. Uh, what are some of the events that we've done over the past year that, you know, just just basically solidify what we do as a chamber? Well, there's, there's a couple key ones that always stand out. Uh, certainly LEAP, which stands for Leadership Education and Advancement Pipeline. That's very focused on women uh, leaders. And certainly men are not excluded and, and, and definitely need to be a part of that conversation, but very much focused on women. Uh, and it's been a number of years back where uh, Iowa was last, 51st in the nation in uh, women leadership and, and owning their own businesses and um, and that sort of thing. And so this was the chamber's effort to, to help kind of combat that, if you will, and, and provide that resource and, and some training and some, some education for women. And proud to say, you know, we're, Iowa has moved into the top 10 now in women-owned businesses and, and from a leadership standpoint. So it's very exciting to see, and certainly not all of it is, is from LEAP, but definitely exciting that to know that we're a part of it. And that's a, a nine-month-long course, if you will. There's about an hour and a half uh, once a month where people get together and uh, talk about a a topic. It could be on mentoring. It could be on owning your own business. There's a lot of different topics that are, that come from that. And it's, it's a a great program. It's, it's an award-winning program for us. And and we're actually able to share that with other chambers around the country too, to help them in that regard as well. Another program that you're very familiar with as Terracon is a sponsor is DIG. That is also an award-winning program for us. DIG stands for Development Insights Group, and it's very focused on a lot of the construction and, and development that's going on downtown. So targets a, a lot towards the construction, the engineering type industry, but it's also just good for people who want to be in the know. I'm certainly not in construction, but definitely find value in, in checking those out and, and being up to date on what's going on and, and when it's going to happen in downtown Des Moines as it relates to the, the construction industry. Now, this year we had our first ever inaugural golf event too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh, very cool. You know, a big thanks to uh, Wakanda Country Club. They only allow a handful of outings that are not specific to the club and we're excited to to be one of those. I'm very pleased that we were able to have that event there. It was a huge success for our first outing. We we actually needed to rent additional golf carts. Uh, that's how many people we had interested in that event. And, uh, you know, got a lot of comments on it being our, you know, people knew it was our first, but got a lot of comments on the fact that it, it went very, very smoothly. And so we're certainly excited to be back there again in 2020 in September. And uh, just uh, to be able to 
play that course for the vast majority of us. Uh, number one, it's challenging, but number two, it's uh, history in Des Moines, and it's it's a great course to be on. Anytime you can play the course that the, the seniors play is fun. Yeah, so Scott, now for our listeners out there that maybe are just sort of loosely chamber members or not as active, or maybe mem- people who are not members at all listening in, wondering what is the purpose of a chamber of commerce, what would you tell them? There's a, a number of things. As far as our mission goes, we really try and uh, knowledge share largely. So I, I talked about DIG. It's really trying to, to make sure people understand and know what's what's happening and going on in downtown Des Moines. It's fostering civility. Sid, you and I have had this conversation quite a bit. You know, it's, it's one thing to kind of give lip service to something. It's another to actually do it, be it, and carry it out. And so to be very inclusive in downtown Des Moines of everything that there is to be inclusive of and, and more importantly, respectful of and able to have a conversation in a manner that could actually change people's minds as opposed to walking into a conversation and being set. And those are a couple of the big things. And, and certainly it's all about relationships. Anytime you can network and, and, and meet new people, uh, and certainly there may be a benefit personally, there may be a benefit from a work perspective. All of those things are a part of what the what the chamber does, and and it's my job, soon to be your job, um, and certainly the board's job to help make sure that all of our members are able to maximize their membership, and and that looks very different to each person. So we've got over a hundred volunteers that uh, support the chamber in a number of different capacities. We've got a membership committee, we've got an events committee. We've got an ambassador committee, an advocacy committee, and a marketing committee. All of those folks that are on those committees work to, to certainly do their respective, uh, respective thing. But as an example, the ambassador committee really focuses on trying to understand what the value is or what the value need is of each individual member and then tries to deliver that by suggesting different events to go to, inviting people to certain activities, and really trying to help them uh, align their goals as a, a company or an organization to what we, we can help so them with. So we've done everything from like, you know, you guys, the chamber helps with everything, some ribbon cuttings for new businesses when they open up, uh, helps drive traffic, uh, talks about businesses, hosts events at your business so that people can come in and check your business out. Things like Six Degrees, where we bring in people to network and see what they have in common with each other, connecting people as a community. We also have other chamber events in addition to things like Dig and Leap that are things like the downtown council on Tuesday mornings where people are invited in. It's an open forum to come in and talk about what's coming on uh, downtown. Um, you know, they can share events with some of the nonprofits in there, talk about their events coming in. Uh, we are active as far as doing a development bike ride. People coming around and uh, this summer we'll drive around, uh, we'll ride around on bikes to different spots where people and developers and other architects, et cetera, in town start to talk about upcoming projects here downtown. We help businesses represent themselves, but also give them open forums to talk to lawmakers, other people involved in the city businesses as part of a program we run. Uh, Scott, now, as far as something that you feel is symbolizes, uh, do you have a specific example in which the chamber was able to, you know, help a local business and uh, make full use of their ability to tap into a chamber? Yeah, actually, I'll give you a couple, Sid. One is from a cognizant standpoint. You know, we came in to Des Moines a, a little over seven years ago, and no one really understood or knew what cognizant was. And a lot of people still might not get the full um, grasp of what we 
what we do, but certainly with the community involvement, a lot of it being through the chamber, people now recognize Cognizant as a whole. I'm not answering as many questions as it relates to that when I'm out and about, and it really has, I'll say, put us on the map, and it's important for me personally and, and us as a company to be present and um, serve the communities that we're in. And so that was a big piece. Uh, I'll use another maybe more specific example, Joseph's Jewelers downtown. It's been a couple of years ago now, but they were really trying to drive customers to their business. And one way that sounds pretty simple is to just put a sign up outside your business. But um, that can be a challenge with some of the, the code pieces associated with that and needing to, to follow all of the rules and regulations surrounding that. And so we were able to, number one, help make sure that that could occur. Certainly we can't take credit for it, but certainly we're a partner with uh, Joseph's Jewelers here downtown on 10th to make that happen. And, and then more importantly, we took a look at what that process was and how it felt to companies like a Joseph's Jewelers or any other uh, business downtown that needed to go through that process. And so we were able to, through our advocacy committee, to help make that process a little bit better and easier. And so those are just a couple examples of uh, being out in front of the community that, that helps a company or even something very specific as, as finding a way to get a sign on, on a building that works within city code. All those things are things that the chamber can help with. Amazing examples. And Scott, you've been an amazing guest. Uh, I know we could probably talk about the downtown chamber for uh, you know hours because we're both passionate about it. But I thank you for your time today. You've been an amazing, amazing president. Uh, you've taken the chamber into great places. And I'm looking forward to 2020 and everything you've set up for the chamber so far. It's going to be an exciting year. And we're glad you were at the helm to see it happen. Thank you for being here today, man. Absolutely. I'm excited to see what you can do. I'm sure you'll shake it up a little oh, bit no, next year. I'm just year, probably but... going to screw it up from day one. You know <laughs> this. But that's okay. One thing I won't screw up is this podcast by going over time. So this has been the Chamber Files. We record this podcast at the Des Moines Radio Group on Locust Avenue. Calvin Bierman, it's his birthday today, is Happy our producer. Birthday. He brought some cake, which we're going to feast on here in a little bit. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any questions regarding the downtown chamber, uh, feel free to check out our website, Stop and Gravitate. We love people just stopping in and inquiring about it. Reach out to Scott, reach out to myself. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know what our website is. Uh, look forward to uh, you know seeing you soon. Thanks for joining us. 